0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome to this latest episode of the League of Ireland Zone podcast. I'm Jamie, and I'm here as always with Dylan. Dylan. Well. And now, today, we've got a special guest. We've got Liam from the Five at the Back podcast. He's also a Dryder fan. How are you, Liam? How are
1: you? Not too bad yet.
0: That's all good. All right. So, very busy week in the League of Ireland. We've obviously had a game, a uh, week of fixtures now, last week, and we're going into. It's sort of double game week now where we have a game on Friday and then a game on Monday. So we have a lot of talk to talk about. But first of all, we'll, you know, go back to last week and talk about Derry and getting their shock result against LIGO in the showgrounds. And, oh, <laughs> and if we think that Rory Higgins can, you know, change Derry's fortunes and get them back up the table, then we'll go into detail since we have Liam here, the Drohada fan, we'll go into detail about Drohoda and how they started the season so well. And how we can see them finishing the season. And then we'll also give our predictions for both the Friday games and the Monday games. And then finally, we'll give our game to watch. That you know, If you're to watch one game this week, it has to be this one. All right. So with that said, lads, first topic, we'll go back to last week. So uh, Sligo versus Derry in the showgrounds. What should you make of the game, Dylan? And how do you uh, think Higgins uh, is going to change Derry? Well, I mean, it wasn't the best of games other than uh,
2: just Vendell no commentary. You know, that was the highlight of the game, really. Uh, Sligo were shocking, really. thought they played the worst football I've seen in a while. It's our first, um, if I'm not wrong, I think it's our first loss at home since Bowe there there. Uh, a good few games before the end of the season. And to lose it to Derry, it's not the greatest either. Um, at the time, I didn't think it was a penalty for Derry. But when I look back, it was it was a it's a harsh tackle. Um, but yeah, I just thought uh, we have to improve on it. Um, Derry played played us off the pitch, you know. Uh, the subs that Liam Buckley made as well really made no sense. He was bringing on players that haven't really played yet. Uh, Dolan, he brought him on, hasn't played a game this season. Uh he had he kept gear on the bench I think he kept Vries on the bench and those are the subs that he should be making but yeah I thought it was a brutal game
0: Yeah it was a weird one with the Mahan challenge to be fair you know he's usually so professional Yeah It seemed like he just you know lost his bearings a little bit and just had to pick up ground and sort of hope the referee didn't see the tackle Yeah Definitely a bit of a weird one What did you think of the game Liam?
1: Um, yeah I mean I think he summed it up Fairly fairly well there. Um I think I think if anything, uh looked tired. Um, you know, I think it's and it's hard to keep the momentum going for, for so long. I mean they had such a such a brilliant start to the season. I think it was uh it was nearly inevitable that they lose. But I don't know about losing in this sort of fashion. I just think they looked kind of they just looked tired and I think the his like you said, his changes and all weren't I mean Lads coming on who haven't really played the season, it was a bit of a a strange one. But uh, I think when you look at the other, the main lads left in the bench like Figueroa, I mean, they've played most games this season. I think they're looking for a rest.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, But, you know, you can't take away from Roy Higgins and Derry, I thought. Overall, you always see sort of a manager, like a a little boost maybe. Whereas, you know, it's clear Declan Devine wasn't getting the best out of them players. So now, obviously, Roy Higgins coming in from the Ireland setup gonna have new ideas, and obviously everyone's gonna be trying to impress so they can stay in his squad. Yeah. I thought, I thought, uh, Karen Harkin was amazing. Like he was showing his form maybe two years ago when he was breaking through as a little prospect at Derry. You know, I think him on the ball, if he can like get a decent run of form and you know gets foot in the ball, he could be a key player for Derry in that midfield because I think when he doesn't play, the midfield lacks a lot of structure. So. What do you think about Roy Higgins? Do you think, you know, is he going to have what it takes to bring Derry out of that relegation zone, relegation playoff and start pushing up the league? Who? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh,
2: To be honest, I mean, if we performed how we did all season, they wouldn't have bet us. So, you know, I think he just got a bit lucky in his first game. But, you know, I could be wrong. Uh, He could change things this weekend but, you know, just have to see from my predictions how I feel about
0: it. Yeah, and um, obviously Derry, they're playing away to bows, which is going to be a hard game.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, so that's that game summed up now. So now, we obviously have Liam here from uh, the Five at the Back podcast. So Liam's obviously a Drahada fan. So it'll be interesting to see what his opinion is in the season. So Liam, how do you think Drahada has started?
1: Um... Well, I said at the start of the season, uh, if we stayed up, that would be yeah, uh, that be perfect for me. Like um, some of the lads on our own podcast were ambitions saying Europe, but I mean after the last kind of two performances, I, I think I'm I'm right in saying I'd say we'll barely survive. Um, obviously, a great start to pick up. Uh, what was it four points from three games? Uh, never a bad a bad start. Um, but I think. I don't know, in the last few games, I know it's a hard, it's a difficult run of, run of games that we have now. Uh, had to have Sligo, Bows, Rovers and Dundalk, it, it wasn't a kind draw, but um, I don't know, I think it's, um, I, I mean, I'd absolutely take fifth place for us any day of the week, but I think it's, there. we could have, looking back on some of the games, I think we definitely could have come out with a, a few more points than we have already.
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, I think in the Pats game especially, you know, you're unlucky to not get at least a draw out of that game but um, yeah. if you were to talk to any opposition fans who's the players that they need to watch out for when they're playing against Drogheda
1: I mean I think the two obvious ones are James Brown and uh, Gary Dean I mean they've both defensively we've looked we've looked more solid than most of the other seasons so we've, I mean in the first division we've looked like considering what we had in the first division last year to what we have in the premier division this year I mean Looking at that defence, I don't think we would have conceded it all last season in the first division. Um, I mean, Deegan has, is sweeping up everything that comes in the, the area between the attack and the defence. Uh, and Brown is just, I mean, I think his his stats are kind of summed it up perfectly. And even his performances, he's just got bundles of energy running straight up and down that, that right-hand side. And he's, just, he's a danger coming back and going forward.
0: Yeah, bit of a controversial statement. I think Brown's probably the best right back in the league so far this season. You That's know, not the first time for that. Yeah, I think you know his level. One that maybe comes close would be, be uh Gannon, but he's sort of playing a bit further forward <coughs> than Brown. Yeah.
2: Anyway, no, I uh, agree
0: with that.
2: Yeah, he'd be <laughs> the best disease, to be honest. Yeah. I'd put i put uh, Colin Morgan behind Brown, but you know it could be my Sligo bias coming through.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, obviously, attacking for that you have. Uh, a fair bit of options as well you have Dinny Corcoran you have Chris Lyons uh, obviously Mark Doyle first division player of the year last year uh you have that guy birmingham at wide as well who do you think is going to be the biggest goal threat um uh, when teams are playing against dara who do you think can cause the biggest problem to the opposition
1: um when i'm i i look back on the goals we scored this season and uh, i <laughs> he hasn't scored but i'm i'm saying Ronan Murray I'm looking. The goals we've scored this season have been, they haven't been clear-cut goals. And if, if, anything, I think we actually lack a striker, a designated striker, and consistently get us goals. I mean, James Brown's obviously got a few. Mark Doyle's got a few. Chris Lyons has, I think he's got one, or he's could have have another one. But I mean, they're none of the goals we've scored have been assuring goals. They've they've all kind of been scrappy ones, bouncing off shins and the like. Um. Or different tap ins. I think the um, if I mean, if you want to go off stats, I'd say Mark Doyle probably would be a a big start going forward. But uh, looking at the performances, I think uh, especially the one against Sundock there last week, Chris Lyons played out of his, played out of his skin. He was the only kind of drug player maybe other than James Brown again from the game in the Sundalk that I'd 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 pick to even remotely touch a team of the week. Um, yeah. he 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 was one of his best games that he, he's had this season so far. Um. He's a brilliant hold up striker. So, I, in terms of actual ability, I'd probably have to go with Chris Lyons. But as I guess, statistically say otherwise, and they'd probably lean towards Mark Doyle. But uh, I think Rona Murray's kind of been our creative player. I know he hasn't created a whole lot, but he's um, I mean, he's looked the most dangerous when he gets on the ball. When he's obviously when he finds his day.
0: And as well, you know, he didn't play a lot last year with Sligo, so it's going to take him a few games to get up and running completely as well. Yeah, I exactly. thought he was amazing in preseason against uh, Dundalk in that game in preseason. I'm not sure if you saw it, but yeah, that yeah. free kick was amazing. The free it? kick was, was that, brilliant. Oh yeah, cup? was that
2: not that cup final thing?
1: Oh Jim Malone, yeah, 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 yeah it's it's
0: amazing it. free kick.
1: Oh, it was he's um he's got the talent. You can see it, but like you like I said, yeah, I mean he's had a hasn't had the the nicest seasons um uh, recently. So he'd say he'll get a a bit to get his legs going, but uh. I mean, we we've seen he's shown his quality. So if he can keep that off, it'll be a it'll be a joy to watch him.
0: Yeah, well, he's like so talented. You couldn't even remember a few years ago back at Dundalk, he was still producing as a young player. So I think you know, I was to, to be honest, I was surprised that he wasn't signed up earlier for a team like Drahada because I remember he was uh, on trial at Pats, literally a matter of weeks before the season started. So obviously, yeah. people wanted to see how he sort of. Recovered. I know he's had a few injuries as well. Did
2: he not? Was he not on Pat? Was he not on trial with Pat's and it ended up signing for Drogheda like two or three
0: he, days later. Yeah, exactly. yeah like uh, He's he actually scored a penalty for Pat's in pre-season against yeah, uh, Cork. I think it was. So yeah, he's clearly got the talent. I think that's a good shout. And then finally, now I know you said you know you'd be happy with staying up. So if you had to choose one position in the league where you could predict Drogheda to finish, where would it be?
1: Uh, originally, I said said around eighth or seventh, and I'd I'd fully take it as well. I think it gi- it would give us a it, like known we'd be still in the Premiership, and we can maybe have a strike at Europe if, if we make the right transfers at the next season. But it's it's more things the position going off the start of the season anyway. I think it's the position we I can more or less see us finishing
0: uh, yeah, if it I was think-
1: to continue on this.
0: Yeah, I. Totally agree with you there. You know, you've got a solid spine. I think, obviously, you have two good goalkeepers. Who do you think is the best goalkeeper at is it would, would it be uh, McCabe or Adamusu?
1: Oh, absolutely hands down. And I haven't a clue why he's been starting McCabe. I, I'd bet to differ with the two good goalkeepers. I think McCabe has just the only kind of real quality he's demonstrated for me anyway has been his kicking. He hasn't stopped many shots. When he has stopped a shot, he barely caught it if it's even drilled along the floor. He just seems to be a bit of a clumsy goalkeeper. But he's got one hell of a ride right boot on him, so I'm not sure why he's starting over Adamu. I think maybe he's Adamu's might be performing in training or the like. We just, we don't know these things. But um, considering the start of the season, we saw Adamu, and well, I I've seen him from the first division. It's a it's no brainer to have him starting. But um, like I said, maybe there's some, some off the field stuff that's going on that uh I'd be preventing.
0: That. Yeah, exactly. I think it's key. You you have to stay out of that uh, relegation playoff because you have a team coming up in the first division that has all the momentum on their side. And if you're finishing ninth in the primary division, you're going to be losing more games than you're winning. So I think it's exactly, very important yeah. that teams like that stay out of the relegation playoff. Do you Especially,
1: have to add? Yeah, the last thing we want to be in is a relegation battle going into the last few games of the season because we've got Rovers, Dundalk and Bowes all in the same month, in that last month. Um, so yeah. the last thing we want to do is be in a relegation battle because they're going to be few fish to try and get points off. And
2: Dundalk? Definitely. Don't look like there'd be much of a challenge. Actually, never mind, you lost them last weekend, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, never mind. I think, I think Dundalk might might improve from that now. Come towards the mid, midway season. They need to it's just about Jalen.
1: Yeah. Hmm. just about Jalen squad together. They've signed loads of, loads of new players, so it's... um, It'll take a bit to get big and used to it, but I think if, if anyone... If any team is looking at Dundalk now, I think this is the season, to try and beat them. this is the season to do it, because next yeah. season, I'd say it'll be a fucking reckon again.
0: Yeah, alright, with that all said, you know, I think we have to go on to the Friday games, and we'll start with uh, the battle of two of your clubs, Drogheda versus Sligo in the United Park, We're heading <sighs> to the game park now, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, how do you think this game's going to go? I'll go to the first. There.
2: Oh, alright. <laughs> uh... I actually think this would be a good game. Uh, there won't be much goals, but there will be goals. Um, I think we need to bounce back after that loss to Derry. It's the one thing we have to do. We need to bounce back. We need to bounce back quickly. Uh, draw it up. We need to bounce back too. Um, But, you know, I could just see this going in our favour. We're away, but I think we'll be coming home with three points, and I think we're going to go to 2-0, Sligo in.
0: Yeah, fair. Liam, what do you think?
1: I'm gonna have to agree. I, I looking at the last f- few games, the only I think the only thing we really have on our side is this last week. I think it was a more a bit of a closer cluster of fixtures and I don't think that really suited the players they're probably tired at the at the point when we were playing uh Dundalk and they we looked tired. I don't think we even had a, a single attack. Um but so I think that's the only the only thing is we have a break now and and that's to regain ourselves. But I mean looking at that Sligo team, I mean They've just lost to Derry, and it's probably a, a, a game they sh- really thought they should have won. I'd say they they they'll be coming back now looking for vengeance, and I, I I'd be I'd be scared of them to be honest. with You know, I'd say it'd be two, possibly three nil. I mean, they're have looking at our back three against that Sligo like front three. I just I it's kind of screams goals like realistically, um, unless he obviously fixes switches it up a bit. Um, I can't really I can't see us. Uh, coming out with uh, I head,
0: actually, head the result? I actually think the draw of the defense is pretty solid. To be honest, uh, I'm going two one Sligo, but I think you know they give away a lot of set pieces. I've been surprised how many set pieces Dan Massey has given away. To be honest, yeah, I mean he's, he, I think he's brought in as the kind of to have have a bit of experience with him, and he's, he's really
2: well. He he makes stupid tackles that are not needed. Yeah, so he's, 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 he's
1: if anything he's a game shown. Game away a free yeah, yeah, it was. He's. I mean, he. I, I know he's brought in. he like thirty something now? And he. I think he was yeah. kind of brought in to get the heads on in the defense, and he's really kind of done the opposite. Uh so I'd be looking. I mean, I look at Jack Toot there or whatever's. I can never pronounce his name, but I mean, needs. looking at him on the bench, and I. I'd say he'd be licking his lips now if he if Massey doesn't start producing now because I I'd, I'd be definitely starting him over Massey if he doesn't start kind of getting his game together.
0: So what would your ideal back four be? Would it be Conor Kane, Daniel O'Reilly, Jack Tude and James Brown?
1: And I'd have a back five with Hughie Douglas in there as well. I think he's Ah, just, he's such a big threat in the air. And
0: Douglas,
1: yeah. Yeah, he he didn't... That's one thing I'm
2: going to worry about when you get a corner. His big ginger head coming towards the ball. He
1: hasn't really kind of I know he produced once or twice last season from corners, but he hasn't looked we haven't really looked at danger from set pieces this year. So that yeah. that'll be a bit of a worry for me. But um I mean defensively he's just he's a he's so solid. Um so I I wouldn't I I think he's a saviour. He's been a saviour this year, so he's a... I mean hopefully he shows up now against against Sligo, I'd say um you might struggle getting a pass to him anyway. But um I mean if he if he starts McCabe or the Moose as well that's a key decision and I'd say if he starts McCabe I can't see us winning this game
0: yeah alright we'll move on then to Richmond Park you know top of, league, top of the league against bottom of the league same paths against Longford
2: you were uh, begging to say that
0: weren't you <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, how do you think it
2: will go uh, I'm actually gonna, I actually think paths are going to slip up this week Oof. Um, I know it, it sounds, sounds surprising but I think you know Longford are really looking to stay up, and you can see it. Well, I mean, obviously, but like, I think they're going to bounce back from that loss. Waterford, um, it they was they they only conceded one goal, and it was just a sloppy mistake by well, I think it was Joe Gorman, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a mistake. There, but other than that, I thought they played well. Um, so I think they're going to hold Pat's to a one-one draw, which is surprising, but you know. I said it last time, um, Pat. I said Pat's were going to draw to Dundalk, and they ended up drawing one one. So you know,
0: yeah. Liam, how do you think this game's going to go? I'd say I'd say
1: Pat's will do it again. They're kind of on a, a run of performances where they're 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 putting in effort, but they're they're kind of getting over the line just as much. They're not expending much energy going into the next game. They're not like putting all the effort into one game. And I'd say, I mean, looking at their performances now, they're so 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 solid. I, I think I can. I can see them winning, but I don't think I can see them winning by a big margin. I'd say 1-0 one or one nil or 2-1 or something like that. Uh, like, uh, like Dylan said, Longford look, um, still look like they could potentially stay up. So I'd say there'll be, still be a danger, but I think Pats will get out of the line, handy enough.
0: Yeah, I'm saying, you know, a professional 2-0 Pats win. I think Pats back four and obviously the keeper, Vitislav Jaros, have been so good this year. You know, obviously Vitislav Jaros made a big mistake against draw, I'm sure you'll remember that, but like apart oh, from shit. that, he's... He's been absolutely solid. I don't think he's done anything else wrong. His distribution is amazing. He's so good at catching crosses, which is going to be key. Because, you know, the likes of Dylan Grimes, uh, crossing the Darren Dobbs, you know, it would be key that, that Jarrett is under his game there today. But, not today, <laughs> Friday. But I hope, you know, Pats just have enough to kill off the game early. Because if we don't, and it goes into, you know, the last five minutes and we're only 1-0 up, um, I prefer to be able to have a comfortable lead, the rest of two players then going into Sligo without underestimating Longford and putting, you know, a weak team out and end up dropping points. Okay, yeah. right, so um up to Bally Buffet. Finn Harps against Shamrock Rovers. All right, Dylan, how do you see this one going?
2: It won't be an easy game for Shams. Uh Bally is never an easy place to go for any teams. Uh, Harps had a good start until they played us and uh, then they kind of dropped off a little bit. Shams still unbeaten, doing well. Uh, as I said, it won't be an easy place to go for Shams, uh, but I do see them winning, but it won't be an easy win. I'm going to go with a 2-1 win for Shams.
0: Yeah, it's going to be tight. Uh, Liam, how do you see it going?
1: I'd say, uh, like that, I'd say it'll be 1-0 it'll be to Shamrock Rovers. like he, um, that didn't I mean, that is never an easy place to go. Um I think Star Harps still look like a solid team. That they definitely I think they the way they've played. I think they look like they're going to stay up, uh, this year, uh, certainly. But I mean, we can't deny that Ro- Rovers are a team that look like they still want the league. Uh, as much as their their quality has dropped with the, the likes of Jack Byrne and McInerney going away this year, I think I still think they they still are forced to be reckoned with. So I, I'm I'm saying they'll scrape they a win. Uh, I'd say one 0 or something.
0: I'm going for a boring nil all. I have a reasoning behind it though. I think um, oh. without Jack Byrne Rovers are going to struggle to break down You know, a low block defence because looking at their team they have no one that will really drop deep and make things happen. Obviously they've got Graham Burke and Danny Mandrew but they're very attacking. They sort of play off uh, Green or Gaffney. They don't really come back You know, and make things happen. And as well I think the key thing is if Sean Rovers score early I can see it being the cricket score because you know, if you get an early goal against Finn Harps, they look a bit flustered sometimes and they start resorting to the long throws and the long balls. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if Finn Harps can stay in the game, you know, be competitive, be physical, I can see them getting the draw. Alright, so now yeah. the final game. No, you missed uh, Bows and Derry, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Bows and Derry, you know, Mount Park. Two teams that are probably slightly below expectations for this point of the season. So, I'll go to you again, Dylan. So, how do you think it's going to end up in Dalyman Park? I mean, what can I say?
2: You know, both teams haven't been the best this season. You know, as you said, the Bulls. Predictions. And, you know, that winning streak is not going to last long. And, uh, yeah, I think Bulls... Uh, I think, you know, I think they're a bit better than Derry this season. Um, But the looks of it, anyways, you know, they, well, I mean, obviously, but you can tell by the table. But if you put them on the same pitch, I think they'd really, really outclass them. I uh, thought they were unlucky against Shams. Uh, that was, it was a very, very soft penalty. Also, Georgie Kelly missed two or three chances as well, which could have easily won the game. But, I
0: think I'm going to go with a Bulls 1-0 win against Derry. Yeah. Uh, Liam, what do
1: you think is going to happen in this game? Uh, I'd say, I mean, yeah, both, both teams really haven't gotten off the start they wanted to get off to. Um, I'm going to say a 1-1 draw. Um, Mint, uh, I think Derry will be looking at their last win against Sl- Sligo and they'll be licking their lips at this Bulls game uh, to be beating a team that hope on the table and uh, they're playing... Bose, who I know, are on a. I mean, recently they haven't looked too bad in their recent games, but I think Derry the same. They haven't looked too bad either. I think it's kind of it's kind of two teams who who have the ability to pick up form. I think it'll just. Uh, I think it'll clash. I'd say I'd say Bose will dominate, but I don't think they'll they'll, they'll pick up the win. I'd say it will one draw.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I think it will be one on as well. Just a weird show. I think this will be the game where Parker scored his first goal for Derry in this stint.
2: Mm.
0: I think. I think, you know, he hasn't started as well as he probably would have wanted. But now under a new manager, I think he'll be hoping he can score a goal and start getting a bit of momentum in his play. Because, you know, once he had momentum last year, I think everyone knows how good he was. So, anyway, yeah, so said am Park has to score. All right. Now to the actual last game on the Friday uh, in the RSC. Another two teams that are probably a bit below expectations. Obviously, had a lot of turmoil. Uh, off I wouldn't say it about
2: Waterford, really. I wouldn't say they are below expectations.
0: I think you know I
2: think
0: think with Lee Parado you know he's such a a weird owner you wouldn't know if he would have expected Europe or something crazy like that like yeah it's a weird one anyway but they're both obviously struggling off the pitch more than on the pitch I'd say so it'll be interesting to see who is worse off the pitch I think because it's both seeping through onto the pitch uh, at both clubs I think so how do you see this one going down or
2: Um you know as you said, it's not the best uh best start of the season for both teams. Dundalk really, really, really performing under expectations. Finally got the first win there last week. Uh Waterford on two wins at the moment. Uh they're both on the same points I believe, six each, seven to niche. Um Waterford has not played well against uh Longford there last weekend to get their win, um, and Dundalk as well thought they were brilliant against Stroud. Their link up play for the goals as well it was uh unreal. Uh, but yeah, I think I don't see this being a high-scoring game. Um, I'm gonna go one 0 Dundalk.
0: Yeah, Liam, what's your opinion on the game?
1: I'm gonna go one uh, nil Dundalk as well. I don't um, I think looking at Waterford and kind of. Then look at Dundalk, especially after last week. Dundalk will be coming out with a with going into game. real high about them. Um, they've got definitely got a few quality players in that team uh, in the defense and uh in the midfield. Your man Han last week was a joy to watch. Um, ah, he was unbelievable. His footwork was brilliant. His running uh off the ball and on the ball was just brilliant. Um, but I can I can see I can see them scoring more than one. Um, I think Waterford got lucky last week. They played their cards right, and they they saw through the win against Longford. Um, so I'm gonna say, I'll say one 0 to to Dundalk for this week.
0: Yeah, perfect. I think we've got a full house here now. I'm also going one nil to Dundalk. I think you know Zahibo who's after coming in from the MLS. He's obviously played with Valencia. He's on four grand. I know. I saw that. He's it's crazy on four grand. You know. I think the second highest paid pair must be like one and a half grand so that just shows how yeah. how much Dundalk value this guy. They signed him on, on the day. As well. Yeah, they signed him on the day and then was on the bench for against Pats. Literally, within a matter of hours. So that obviously shows that he's yeah, probably, probably there longer
2: though. Quarantine and stuff.
0: Yeah, exactly. Alright, so I think you know, it's going to be a bit of a weird one. I think if Zahivo can play to his strengths and he's on the same wavelength as the Dundalk attack. I can see him having a good game. But then again, it's still so early and it takes a while to figure out how players play. So nice. I'm going with a, a window of Dundalk. All right, now, on to Monday. Oh, I was the bank holiday Monday. So these first two games are very early. I think they're 2pm games. Is that right, then? Yep, 2pm. So, yeah. so um, back to heading the game park. Johada against Bowes. I'll go to the Drogheda fan first this time. So, Liam, how do you see this one going?
1: Um, well, I think it'll, it'll, it'll depend on the Sligo game. I think if we come out of the, the Sligo game with a loss, um, honestly, I think I think we'd actually be better off uh, going into the game after that. I think Bowes are a team that we could definitely sneak a point or two off, or a point or three off. I think uh, I think if we if we lose to Sligo, I I, I can I can see us kind of licking our lips in the Bowes game as the the game to try and flip our flip our form up. Um, but I think, I think if we if we beat Sligo now, which would be in a, a, a big high, and I'm not uh, disregarding that. But uh, I think I think we'll get it. Could be a case of us getting too big for our boots, and tired legs might might think, you know, play safe and go for a draw against Bowes, and we might might end up slipping up because Bowes are not a team you want to slip up against, or not kind of show up on your day. So I honestly I think it, it all depends on on that game. But I'll, I'll go positive and I'll say uh, one nil to draw.
0: Yeah, I think it all depends on that Sligo game as well. You know, there's a chance that Sligo uh, and Drahada, I think Drahada might end up resting a few players with looks to maybe getting a result against bows here at home.
2: Yeah, I think we might do that with Pats on Monday. So,
0: yeah, so it'll be interesting there's to see how the on. Yeah. yeah, so it'll be interesting anyway. But like, I think if I was Tim Clancy, I would probably be looking to this game to get a few points more than the Sligo game because I just think you know at home even though there's no fans it still makes a bit of a difference and yes. um, you've got like a, a good group of players there that I think win, lose or draw against Sligo they'll be able to to get the heads up and sort of give a proper performance against Bose.
1: Yeah So I mean points uh, points anywhere I'll take them like I if, yeah. if there's points up for Sligo, Sligo I'll take it but uh, like, like I said it all depends on Kind of who's willing to it could end up being a boring game. Slow game. It depends on the rest of the players and whatnot. But um, yeah, I I, I do think it, it does all kind of rest on the shoulders of that game.
0: Yeah, but I think as well, the reason I've went for a one nil bow's win. I think when you look at the squad overall and who bow's have to come out on the bench, I think they're pretty solid everywhere in the pitch. Even if they do play, you know, a player that wouldn't start every week, they still have the likes of Kieran Kelly. Dawson Devoy, Connor Livingston, uh all you, I think he's coming back from injury soon enough, hopefully. I know Stephen Mannon's out for a while, but once he's fit, you know, they have him to add into the mix. They've got proven League of Ireland players all over the pitch. And I think Drogheda, although they're a, near, a new squad, you could probably say that they also have a few good veterans in their squad, but I think this bow squad as a whole, they're on a different level to Drogheda. So I'm going 1 0 no, bow. Dylan, anything to add?
2: No, he couldn't have covered it all. Um, as Liam said, uh, Drogheda would be looking at this Bose game, knowing that this could be the game if they lose the Sligo, to bounce back. And uh, yeah, I just see that happening. I don't see drawda beating us unless we drop some of our uh, main players for the game on Monday against Pats. Um, but yeah, because of that, I'm just going to go draw that 1, Bose now.
0: Yeah, nice one. All right, now to the other early kick-off, Shamrock Rovers against Waterford. It's in Tala as well, you know, the nice big pitch of Tala, definitely working Rovers' favour. And um, I think this is one, with probably only one scoreline in mind, you know, one winner. So with that said, Dylan, who do you think is going to win this game? Uh, I think Waterford are going to... Have, uh, I
2: think Shamrock Rovers are going to win. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a bit obvious, isn't it? Waterford having like, their own best of search Shamrock Rovers, if an on real search. Um... And I think it's going to be a, an easy win. I'm going to go for a 3 0 Shamrock Rovers win. I just think Shams' quality is just going to play Waterford's uh, players off the pitch. I'm also hearing there's, there's another few injuries with the Waterford team. And also with the CFA if uh, Murphy's back in goals for Waterford or not, which is also an interesting talk. Yeah, with that said,
0: I think. Martin hasn't been too bad in golf for whatever I think he's definitely proved that he has a right to be in the team to be honest I wouldn't uh, put Murphy back in straight away yeah. I think i definitely have him in the squad definitely have him in the, on the bench because he's such a professional but I think Martin's been very good since he came in like, yeah, he not get me wrong. very brave yeah don't get me wrong I think uh, Rovers still have enough quality to probably beat them pretty com- comfortably I'd say maybe a 2 or 3 nil to Shamrock Rovers but like full, re- full respect to the young squad at Waterford you know there's so much controversy and although they might have you know the League of Ireland veterans and the proven winners they're given 100% every week and you know I think um, the management team at Waterford you know they can't ask for much more with that squad so I'm saying 3 nil Rovers I think I'll finalise it on alright so Liam here to give a scoreline yeah. on what would it be?
1: I'd say two and two in the rows. I don't think they'll get that third. I don't think they've, uh, as much as I, I think the the Waterford defense really held up against against Longford. Um, I think it was the young defender, is his name Cameron
2: Cameron, yeah, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, he's he's done he was brilliant. But
2: also,
1: uh, have, uh, Waterford are missing Ferguson, Ferguson. yeah, oh, yeah,
0: actually,
1: that could be a bit of it, but a um, I, yeah, I, I honestly, I think if, if that full Waterford lineup kind of showed up against against. Team, I, said, I think we'll find ourselves the same score, and I think pots are just a, a class part. And uh I mean, look, looking at the two teams, um it's it's hard to say. I'm uh, go. So I'm going to say to
0: Yeah, nice one. All right, now we're going to go to the. Is it called Bishop's Gay or the City collins Stadium? Now at this stage. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know to be honest. <laughs> <just called> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So anyway, it's the against against Dark Uh Dylan. How do you think this game will go? Um, you
1: know,
2: I know I said Longford would draw with Pats but I think if that happens they'll get a bit a bit too big for their boots there and also Dundalk uh, possibly coming off with a win against Waterford uh, I think they'll be going into this game uh, looking very good um, so I think you know, it won't be an easy game
0: for either side but I think I'm going to go with
1: a 2-1 Dundalk win yeah nice one Liam how do you see this one going I'm going to go for a 1-0 Dundalk uh, I mean I, I think it it depends on, on the Waterford game I think I think looking at the Dundalk team it, it I think if, if if your man Han and if McMillan and McElhaney can all kind of as the kind of attacking trio uh, in each part of the pitch going forward for Dundalk. Think if they all can show up consistently, I think Dundalk will score more. But I'm kind of just basing it off if you know they've just decided to turn into Prime Barcelona against us, which is probably right as it's a derby yeah. game. But um, I I think if they do show up, it'll be a higher scoreline. But I'm I'm just kind of I'm going to generalize, and I think if if they come out of the water game with a a handy enough win, I'd say they'll they'll be looking at this game. They'll kind of think that it's an easy three points and I'd say they'll, they'll hold out anyway and I, as more, I think Longford will cause them a bit of trouble but I don't think it'd be anything to kind of hit the back of the net wise so I'd say I'd say it'll, it'll be 1-0 to the all Yeah I completely
0: agree with yeah. what you just said there Liam. I think Longford will cause a bit of problems to them dock, but I can still see them dock, you know, getting a narrow 1-0 win to be honest I'm a big fan of that Longford squad considering they don't have too many players that have played in the League of Ireland for years I think they're You know, showing a big, uh, good account of himself so far. I'm a big fan of A. Durbin so far. I think he's been one of their best players. Also, Shane Elworthy, I think his name is at the back. Pretty solid. Um, Aaron Dobbs obviously didn't have a good season with Shells last year. He's starting to play well. You have Dylan Grimes as well, who can sort of play in behind the striker or out wide. They have a lot of options, I think. And I think they might surprise a few this season. But I don't think this will be the game where they get a win or even a draw, to be fair. Alright, so now, this is probably the game where a lot of people would be tuning in if you're a neutral. So it's after the showgrounds, you know, Dylan's team against my team, Slygo against Pats. I'll, I'll go oh. to the the, t- the person from the team who's definitely going to lose on this game. No, so let,
2: let, let the neutral have a chat first. Let's see, <laughs> yeah. let's
0: see what All right. he thinks. Alright, go on, <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, I think it it depends on the on the, the Sligo. Again, it depends on the Sligo and draw game. I think um, if they've rested, if Sligo rested their players, um, their big players for the draw the game, and they bring them out for the Pats game, I think it, it'll be tight enough. Um, but I, I'm looking at the the Pats team and the the Pats defense. I know they've been solid, and they're good at keeping the ball. So I think, I'd, I, as much I said, I, I was looking at the start of the season, I really, really liked the way Sligo were playing, and I kind of had them to nearly win the league. But yes, lo- looking do. at the past team, um, oh, I'd, I'd say Pats Pat will Nickel in here, I'd say. I
2: don't
1: like maybe, you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say 2-1 Pats. So I mean, my heart isn't, is, is saying Sligo, but I think my brain is saying, the same Pats, Um, they they've just they've been a, a class apart this season. I wouldn't be surprised if they they can go on and win the league. But it's, it's looking tight. Um, and again, like I said, it all kind of depends on the the the, drop of the Sligo game and what his lineup is for that game.
0: Uh, lucky Dylan calling it the neutral didn't work for you. You know he has <laughs> a bit of sense, so he knows he's going to win. You know the wonderful St Patrick's Athletic are going to put off a two-one away win against uh, Sligo. Ah, it's going to be comfortable. Yeah. It's gonna be comfortable. It's gonna be amazing. No, it's not, it's not, it's
2: not.
0: <laughs> I think overall though, like all jokes aside, I think Pats have a better starting eleven than Sligo.
2: No, they don't. But Sligo
0: no, Sligo have a better don't. squad overall. I think that's yes, the one. I'd say Sligo have more talented club in of, country. <laughs> I'd say
1: Sligo have a, have a a better have a more talented starting line. However, I think if it, I don't think there's any kind of club in the country that can lose or or the yeah, other team that to lose together.
0: How did walk
2: into that same Pat's team? <laughs> He's in his what sixties.
0: Yeah, and he got sacked from the Pat's team. Huh? And he got sacked from Pat's. Buckley got sacked from Pat's.
2: Um. Yeah. Uh, I think. I, I think it's gonna be a, a one-nil Sligo win. Uh, by the way, you know, I just don't think Pat's are good enough really. To Yes, no, back to boys. Back to boys. Especially, especially in the showgrounds as well. I think if we're gonna be beaten and uh, drop that this weekend, it'll be a big boost towards Monday. And if we rest players, that'll be an even bigger boost. So yeah, I'm gonna go for a one nil fly win.
0: Yeah, for me, a big factor in that game is if Robbie Benson's back for packs. He's been amazing this yeah. season. Who? I mean, Robbie Benson. Who? <laughs> Lad,
1: you know, like the guy
0: that scored the amazing goal. Inland Dock and their European campaign against the Legia Warsaw. Yes, yes, I know, I know, yeah. I know, I know. The guy that's been amazing all season for Pats. I'm, only, the guy. Messing.
2: I'm <laughs> only messing.
0: I had to rub it in a little bit. But um, he didn't play against Finn Harps, he was injured. So if he's back, I think that would greatly influence the game for Pats and probably tips it in their favour. But obviously, I'm biased. All right. Yeah, so... you are very biased. <laughs> you are the most <laughs> biased
2: guy I've ever met. I'm not biased because <laughs> everyone knows how you going to win except you and Liam. We'll
0: everybody knows us. Right, we we'll see. All right, now last game. You know, a bit of a northwest derby, in the Brandywell. Uh Derry against Finn Harps. All right, the in Europe, for the northwest anyway. So, who do you think is going to win this? Um, Harps
2: two one Harps. Uh I just don't think Derry. As I said, their winning streak, their one game winning streak, isn't going on <laughs> very long. Uh, and I think Rory Higgins would be sacked by uh, the end of this game I'm guessing yeah anyways <laughs> I'm going to score uh, 2-1 Harps I know it's in the brandy well but you know Harps is formed this season I think it's just going to be a big factor on how this game goes Uh, and Foley could be back I think uh, he's back if he is then Jesus would be would be more than 2-1 but yeah I think it's going to be 2-1 anyways
1: yeah, nice one. Uh, how do you see this game going then? I was really seeing a, a 1-1 draw. Um, I'm looking at I'm looking at both teams, kind of the fixtures surrounding this game and I wouldn't put Harps on another goal. I'd say there'll definitely be two goals in the game. Um, however, I, I'm i kind of leaning towards Harps now. I think it just seems like... A, like a match that they'd sneak a win and again, uh, my experience uh,
2: on this podcast is amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How against is a, uh, Derry, and, whole We know Derry are quite, quite solid defensively, and I think, yeah. um, I, I, I think the perhaps have the ability to, to nick a win here,
2: also, guard side and goals.
0: to think of that, he's a uh, oh, yeah, the main keeper now at this stage.
1: And the young Cam, but, um, uh, Cameron boys as well. He's done very well. Yeah, I really team. like to
0: look at him. Playing right back, is he, yeah? He's very good. Um, obviously, Owen Todd's getting back to his best now, hopefully, for Derry. But back to what you were saying, Dylan, about your influence, you know. You can have an influence and influence people's decisions, but like, some of your picks have been dreadful. I don't think it's you should really legally... Legal. You shouldn't be able to legally pick a Derry scoreline because you said 4 nil Sligo against Derry. How did the game go?
2: It was one nil Derry but like, leave me <laughs> alone.
0: You all laughed at me I for saying one
2: nil. Man, my ha- my account was hacked. Leave me alone. <laughs> All
0: right.
2: I, I, I said it'd be I said it'd be two one to Derby.
0: <laughs> I think it would be a, a one a one all, let's say, in this game here now, Derry against Villarros. All right. So that's all the games previewed a little bit. We've all given our predictions. So with that said, now, if you're a neutral fan, taking it from a neutral point of view, and over these two game weeks, the Friday games and the Monday games, you only have time to watch one game. What game would you recommend the neutral to watch? Dylan, I'll start with you first.
2: Slide gun pots. I mean, look, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? Both teams in the top three. It's going to be some hell of a game. It's going to be some hell of a win for the mighty Rovers.
0: <laughs> um, Liam, how do you think, who do you think will perform and be the best game to watch from a neutral point of view? Um, i was gonna go i mean the
1: standout game is is pats and and sligo um but i think i think a, a game to watch i think i I'm, I'm got the obvious choice is pats and Rovers, but i think the i'll go with a bit of bias and I'll go i think the drugs the drugs and bowls game could be a bit of a show as well um they're too a looking at the lineups there they're two quite talented squads i think uh, it could be a good battle. But uh, I mean, the obvious choices Pats and Rovers, anyway. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I completely agree. I think they're the two best games by them all. I think on Friday night, if we're just looking at Friday, I think Bows against Derry will be interesting to see if Higgins can continue his run. But yeah, I think there's a lot of solid fixtures anyway. So, especially on the Monday, some of them Might games on Friday Monday would be, we're very good. be
2: Waterford and Yeah.
0: Yeah. See where the both squads are at and see if they're able to put the problems aside yeah anyway alright with that all said I hope you've enjoyed the show guys you know solid 45 minutes thanks Dylan for coming on as usual and thanks to Liam from the Five at the Back Maybe podcast me, we? this is
2: our <laughs> podcast man. thank Liam thank you <laughs> very much
0: Liam for uh, coming on it's no bother. Right, thanks man let sure check yeah. out his podcast alright see yeah. you guys we'll probably be Bye. back another one next week
2: yep after the game week and thanks again, Liam, for coming on. Yeah,
0: thanks good. a minute, lads. See you, boys. No problem.